Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Sent Us. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, you'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready! Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast for the Carolina Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And welcome to the Locked On Panthers podcast with your host, Steve Reed. From the Associated Press and the Carolina Panthers coming off a 26-15 victory over the Washington Redskins on Monday night. Likely won't be enough to save their postseason hopes as you need uh, basically a miracle for the Panthers to get in as a wild card. Uh, there is a scenario where they can get in, but it includes a Washington Redskins tie in the next couple weeks. So it's not going to happen, folks. But uh, still good to see the Panthers put up a fight and play well against the Washington Redskins, a team that is probably headed to, or, or, or would have been headed to the postseason. Now they drop from the sixth seed all the way down to the eighth seed uh, in terms of uh, the NFC postseason playoff race. Big win for Carolina in terms of going on the road and with really nothing to play for uh, and playing well. And that's uh, the, the defense continues to play well, and they have played well here the last couple weeks. Uh, since that Seattle game where they got blown out 40-7. to They have played well, and Sean McDermott really has that, that defense dialed up and that blitz dialed up. The Washington Redskins look completely out of sync. Completely out of sync. But let's get into the show, and we'll talk about different things, um, including you know Cam, Cam Newton's record in December. Why is he so good in December? Um, speaking of Cam Newton, we'll also get into the hit that he took uh, while sliding and didn't get the call. In fact, he got the call against him. Um, we'll also talk about Luke Keekley and where he stands in terms of his future. And we'll touch on the team's defense and where the Panthers stand right now in terms of if the, if the season ended right now, where would they draft? And we'll get into a little bit of Cam's outfit, uh, why he wore that crazy outfit after the, uh, after the game. Uh, Monday night against the Washington Redskins. So uh, Cam Newton, as we talked about, is is Mr. December. It feels like yeah, he is twenty one and six as a starter for the Panthers in games that are in December and January. We're talking about regular season games. Finishes strong, and uh, you know I think that says something about his competitive nature. He has really struggled of late, and we brushed on it last week in the show. Forty three percent completion percentage. Uh, over the last four games. Had not hit 50% in any of those games. Well, that streak ended last night. Much better performance. You can tell that shoulder is really bothering him early in the game, even during warm-ups when they showed the uh, the television clips of him warming up and grimacing a little bit in pain, and then took a shot early in the game. But uh, he stayed in the game, played really well, and fought through all that, and finished 21-37, 300 yards, two touchdowns, a big touchdown pass to Ted Ginn, and down the middle of the field where the Redskins blew the coverage and nice play call by Mike Shula and also a uh, little swing pass out in the flat to Mike Tobert who uh, uh, certainly has been missing in action this season seems like and then he crosses the end line gets uh, reaches over and gets a touchdown as well. Graham Gano adds four out of five field goals. Missed a big field goal at the end 
Um, you know, a, 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 another big miss for him. But, you know, nobody's perfect in this league uh, of kickers, uh, that's for sure. But, um, you know, as, as ESPN pointed out last night on the broadcast, Gano's miss uh, also cost the NFL kickers the best weekend ever in terms of accuracy. They were up around 95%. So that miss uh, really brought him down. But still, he made four out of five. Um and continues to contribute. He had made 13 straight for the Panthers, so I don't think his job is in jeopardy uh, this offseason. But anyway, back to Cam. 21-6 and six in December and January games in the regular season, finishing strong. Just seems to play better as the season goes along. And, yeah, I think a lot of it is 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 his competitive nature where other teams, uh, other people that are out of the playoffs want to give up. Cam just wants to win. And uh, I, I think that contributes to that. Uh that as well and maybe you know part of it is teams are worn down and um you know cam source starts to wear him down but he did not he did not gain any yards on the ground which is the first time in his career that he did not gain any yards rushing they were not going to run him very often uh because of that shoulder injury it was that, that was that was pretty obvious and um the one time he did run he got out of the pocket and slid or a couple times he ran another time he escaped coverage uh as well and and slid and Kind of just got up through the ball to official, no problem. The next time he, he comes running out of the pocket, he slides and takes a helmet-to-helmet hit. No flag called on Cam. Cam gets up, tosses the ball at the Redskins defender, hits him in the head, Her- uh, Kerrigan. And um, so the flag's down, and everybody's assuming it's a helmet-to-helmet hit. Now, not this year. Not this year for Cam Newton. Um, yet another helmet-to-helmet hit. And I shouldn't laugh because it's really not a funny issue. It's just I'm laughing at the ridiculousness of it, honestly. A lot of people fired up on Twitter about that. Listen, when the quarterback is going down and he is in a sliding position and you hit him in the head, it's a 15-yard penalty. So anything the league says this offseason it, it is really rather ridiculous because they need to look at themselves and see what they're doing. The officials need to look at themselves. I'm not sure if there's a bias against Cam Newton, but it, it sure seems like it because he is sliding and takes a hit to the head and still no flag. What do you do? I mean, honestly, what do you do? And Ron Rivera said he felt like that should have been called. That should have been flagged. No doubt about it. Uh, Cam didn't get too fired up about it after the game. He talked more about his decision to throw the ball at the Redskins player uh, he said that that can't happen, and he's right. That can't happen. But the frustration, I think, of a season that has been so frustrating for him in terms of taking all these shots and not feeling protected in the pocket. Really, do. I, I think that's it. You just you you, you you continue to take shots, and nobody protects you. And he spoke about it before. He's tried to put it out there, and 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 teams, you know, officials. It's kind of falling on deaf ears. Kind of falling on deaf ears, really. Um, Because nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. But overall, real good night for Cam Newton. A quarterback rating of 101.2. That was the second highest of the season. The only other game he was over 100 like that was at 111.8 against San Francisco way back in week two. But, uh, you know, it was, it was a decent performance for him, but even a better outing for the defense, which really got after it. Wes Horton with a big game, sack fumble, covered the fumble, thought he was in for a touchdown. I, I, I thought, you know, if they had reviewed that play, I thought they would give him a touchdown. But, uh, you know, they did not. 
They did not, and then a couple plays later, uh, Newton throws one, gets a gift touchdown to, to Mike Tolbert. Those are the ones you love for your stats, I imagine. A one-yard drive, throw a touchdown pass. Yeah, those are those are nice ones. Um, so, as uh, as we said, the, the illegal hit I just felt was ridiculous. I mean, I don't think there's anything else, you know, that, that can be said about it. It was just ridiculous, and now Cam's going to get fined. Not that he can't handle the fine, but... He will get fined for that uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. That's a guarantee uh, for throwing the ball at the uh, Redskins player. And uh, you just can't do that stuff. There's no doubt about it. It's another one you can get ejected from the game. So you can't risk that. Um, but, you know, he, he's got to keep his head, and he knows that. And I think it was just, like I said, a season's worth of frustration. And there's a lot of it. But uh, the good news for the Panthers is they win it. Uh, the question mark, of course, is when are they going to get Luke Heakley back on the field? The... Uh, uh, three-time All-Pro. He is going to talk to the media on Wednesday, which will be interesting because he has not spoken uh, to the local media or any media, uh, done any interviews on air or in print uh, since he was he was taken off the field on November 17th against the New Orleans Saints when he was in tears uh, as he left the field um, after a devastating concussion. Now, he has missed four games this year. He missed three last year with a concussion, so he's missed seven games in two years with a concussion. Um, he was cleared. He was cleared to play, folks, as you know. Uh, he was cleared from the concussion protocol, so Ron Rivera could have played him. Ron Rivera decided not to. I applaud Ron Rivera for that decision. I've said it numerous times on this show. Don't play him again this year. Let his head rest. Give his head as much opportunity as you can to let it rest. Luke Keekley may not like it because he is a competitor. But six months from now, I think he will understand that decision when he's feeling better instead of possibly risking a third concussion in the next two games. And yeah, I've heard sports talk radio locally say, oh, he's ready, play him. No. No, there's no reason to play him right now. There's no reason. They are not going to make the playoffs. This is a concussion. We are in the unknown. I don't care if he's a professional athlete or not. If he is in the in, he is in the area of unknown, this concussion thing, there is no reason to play him. Let him rest his head and then give him a chance to play next year if he gets over this. Again, if he gets over this. Those are two concussions, and this one was a bad one, folks. You could tell. You could tell just by his reaction. I don't think that was Luke Kuechly. I think that was the effects of a brain injury that he was he was crying as he left the field. Now I'm not a doctor, but to me, it makes no sense to play him these last two games. Sit him out against the Falcons and the Bucks. Luke uh, AJ Klein's playing fine. Give him more experience. Um, the the risk. Yeah, the, the reward, it just doesn't outweigh the, the risk at this point. It's simple, and I think it's smart. I applaud Ron Rivera again for that decision if he holds him out. be interesting to hear what Ron Rivera says more about it, but um, you know, he, he, he basically gave a we'll see. We'll see what happens. But if he didn't play him against the Redskins, why would he play him against the Falcons, and why would he play him against the Bucks? quite frankly? To me, it, it, I think it's the precedent is set now that he doesn't play the next few weeks. In hindsight, when we're looking down, looking back at this six months down the road, folks, when they're going to training camp, when they're going to uh, 
uh, you know, in, in July when they start heading to Spartanburg, I think he'll be happy that he didn't play these last two games. Right now, if you want him to play, that's great. You're, you're, you're looking in the present. You're looking at right now. And I think for his good, for his own safety, allow his brain to rest. Allow his brain to rest and get better. You know Luke wants to play. He, he's, he's, he wants to play more than anybody I think I've ever met. Loves this game and, and is a football player. But sometimes you got to do and make the, the, the tough decisions to hold somebody out. Still going to be a fantastic player if he comes back. So, um, you know, we, we, we talked about uh, Cam Newton. We talked about uh, his record in December. We talked about the illegal hit, or I thought was an illegal hit that was not called. We talked about Luke Keekley and the decision to hold him out. Now let's talk about this defense. I mean, this defense is getting pressure on the quarterback. Wes Horton, good solid game uh, in place of you know Charles Johnson, who remains out with a hamstring injury. Not sure if we will ever see him again in a Panther uniform. Should be interesting. Johnson said last week he uh, wants to come back, wants to play for the Panthers, uh, wants to continue his career, but he's going to be 31 and a free agent. So we don't know about his future. You know, He could be done or he could return. You know he desperately wants to play against the Falcons one more time, at least. He's a Georgia native, has, has, has had all sorts of good games against the Falcons. You know he wants to play against them. But I'm not sure if his hamstring is going to allow him to play. The defense has been outstanding. Really confused the Redskins. They were forced to throw underneath the coverage. Really made Kirk Cousins uncomfortable. He couldn't pick up the chunk yardage plays that he was used to picking up. Redskins helped out the Panthers several times. They're just dropping passes. You know, would-be passes. Thomas Davis played another terrific game. Trey Boston, well, I mean, just a crushing hit. And Shaq Thompson's presence was felt as well. A couple times it felt like the Redskins had footsteps. They frustrated the Redskins. They got Jordan Reed kicked out of the game because Kurt Coleman was was all over him. Jordan Reed was frustrated. He had shoulder injury and just was kind of frustrated all night. Didn't have any balls thrown his way. He caught one pass uh, late in the game before he got kicked out. And you kind of sense that once he was gone, that was that was that was it for the Redskins. They had imploded. But the Panthers, you know, hold on, win it. Um, at one point, it was a one point, uh, one possession game, an eight point lead. But uh, Graham Gano kicks a field goal, and the, the Panthers win it by 11, 26 to fifteen. But a strong defensive effort. Sean McDermott continues to dial up good plays, keep offenses off balance. Despite not having good player, or yeah, not I should say not having good players, but despite not having some of his better players out there on the field, Luke Keekley, Charles Johnson, not out there. Um, so, not not having those players and still doing what he's doing, I, I think it's a tribute to him as a defensive coordinator. God, I just am going to be shocked if he doesn't get a job this year. I mean, he is so deserving of it. Defense has been in the top ten the previous four years. Uh, they're going to finish in the top 10, I would think, again, this year. They are playing really well. They're number one in the league in sacks. Um, they just, they're, they've rounded into form, and he has battled through adversity and gotten guys to believe and play behind him. So, I mean, full credit to Sean McDermott and his staff. Uh, they're, they're really doing well, really doing well. 
the offense has been up and down, inconsistent almost the entire season, which has been frustrating. Cam Newton's play has been inconsistent, but he did play uh, well for this game against the uh, Washington Redskins. But um, after the game, Newton, of course, was wearing a crazy outfit, crazier than normal, uh, a little checkered uh, suit and uh, pink hat, I guess, and it was uh, it was it was pretty bizarre. But uh, it turns out it was a tribute to Craig Sager, the announcer who uh, who passed away after a long battle with cancer uh, last week. So uh, it was Newton's way of saying um, honoring Craig Sager um, and his memory, which was kind of cool. But uh, certainly a crazy crazy get up for Cam Newton, uh, one of one of many. And uh, oh, by the way, on the dress code policy, Ron Rivera relaxed that on the way home. Said no no ties. Made a point of telling Cam Newton no ties. Uh, sweatpants can wear on the way home. So uh, um, the Panthers seem to have gotten over that. And, uh, you know, looking back at that incident, I think Cam Newton really handled that well. He hasn't handled a lot of things well. Um, but I think that he handled that pretty well. So where does this leave the Panthers? The Panthers are 6-8 and eight now. Before this win over the Washington Redskins, they were a top-10 team in terms of uh, draft pick next April. That win drops them out of would drop them out of the top ten if the season ended today. To be picking eleventh with a six and eight record. Um, so um, that's the good and bad of it. You know, you would love to have a top ten draft pick if you're going to have a down season like this. But you know, at the same time, you want to win these games. Now they got two games against two very good teams: the the, the Buccaneers, uh, the Falcons, and then the Buccaneers. Falcons at home on Christmas Eve. The Buccaneers on uh, New Year's Day out in um, in, in Tampa Bay. So, uh, last time the Panthers faced Matt Ryan, and we'll get into this a lot this week, but 503 yards passing, four touchdowns. Julio Jones lights him up for 300 yards receiving. Not sure if Jones will play this week. He's missed the last couple games with an injury, um, but the Falcons are certainly hoping to have him back as they look to uh, make strides towards uh, clinching the NFC South. The Panthers cannot win the division. That much we do know. Um, and the Falcons uh, um, have a good chance right now. They got their game up on the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers with two to play. And uh, so we will see. We will see where it goes from there. So uh, <clears throat> those curious, by the way, Atlanta will clinch the NFC South with a win over the Panthers on Christmas Eve. And a Buccaneers loss or tie against the Saints. Um, they can also clinch with a tie and a Bucks loss. But uh, basically, if the Falcons win and the Bucks win, um, the Falcons won't clinch quite yet. Uh, they, 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 they do stand a chance of clinching a playoff spot this week with a win. But, um, um, you know, they'll, they'll have to beat Carolina. And uh, certainly the Panthers will be looking for some revenge and some... Um, personal redemption against uh, the Falcons after a, a horrible performance in terms of their secondary the last time out. And uh, I wouldn't expect uh, the numbers that they gave up uh, against the Falcons to happen again this time around, uh, especially with the cornerbacks really rounding into play. I think James Bradbury played a great game last night. Uh, you know, he didn't have any picks, but, you know, he was he was he, he played a really strong game for the Panthers. Really like what I've seen out of him and Darrell Worley. Both of those cornerbacks, Moving forward, I think that's maybe one of the things, too, that we learned on this game is um, Panthers are going to be all right. They're going to be all right in the secondary without Josh Norman. And Josh Norman, guys, we haven't even touched on Josh Norman. 
uh, all that talk last week, all the articles and everything else, and he was really a non-factor. Had a chance at an interception on a deep ball, which essentially would have been a punt anyway, um, but didn't didn't come up with the interception. He was really a non-factor in the game, and uh, this was more about Carolina's defense, ironically enough, shutting down Kirk Cousins and the Washington Redskins in a 26-15 uh, win over the Redskins. Panthers 6-8. and eight. They head into the Falcons on Christmas Eve. We'll get into more breaking down that this week. If you need to email me, LockdownPanthers at gmail.com with any questions. I appreciate you listening to this edition of Lockdown Panthers Podcast with your host, Steve Reed. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.